MSW Media. News with swearing. Daily beans, daily beans. Daily beans, daily beans. Hello and welcome to the Daily Beans for Wednesday, September 4th, 2019. Today, Dems launch a probe into the hush money payments. Bang Bros buys a porn doxing site. Walmart ends open carry and ammo sales, and Pence is in Ireland giving your money to Trump. I'm your host, A.G., and with me today are Jaleesa Johnson. Hello. And Jordan Coburn. Hello. How you guys doing? Good. Nice. Good to be back. Settling back in. Yeah. It's always nice when you're gone for a couple days, so. Yeah, it is. And then, yeah, we get to leave again next week so. mm-hmm. <laughs> the triple door it's so nice it is and I'm i think it's almost sold it. out so oh cool if you haven't gotten tickets do it now seattle um, yeah in seattle for nice. uh, friday the 13th at the triple door Ooh, spooky working mm-hmm. on a special guest working on some panelists uh it'll be great and uh working on a second meet and greet too because the first one sold out super fast again so we're going to take care of all of that and uh don't worry we'll keep you updated on the information but it is nice to be home even though it's hot af <laughs> we should hire someone to dress up as a ghost and be like the ghost of trump's approval rating and come on stage with us <laughs> i like that yeah, That'd yeah. Be fun. Ooh. i don't know if friday the 13th means halloween for a day but that's how i'm interpreting it be a ghost sheet but with a pointy head mm-hmm. oh oh yeah sorry <laughs> <laughs> hey if the hood fits um so uh, hard we- to find a volunteer for that. <laughs> hey, can we put a, a clan a hood cur- on you? Just a it's just a bit. Just a <laughs> yeah. bit. Don't worry about it. They won't see your face. You're not running for mayor yeah. or anything, right? This won't be recorded and <laughs> talked about on Twitter and all of that. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> that would be awful. We don't even like to wear people. We used to do this thing where we'd have the quiz show, and if you got an answer wrong, we'd make you wear a MAGA hat. We I can't even do that with a good conscience anymore because it's just it's become a symbol like that, mm-hmm. like a like a swastika or a hood. So I'm like, I can't force you to wear this. That's just wrong. Uh, we do have a lot of news to get to though, and there's porn stuff today, so you know, <laughs> content warning. So hang on to your hats. Good thing it's news with swearing. Uh, we, let's hit the hot notes. Hot notes. Before we get to the porn stuff, let's talk about Pence. Or, you know, maybe... They could be related. Yeah, they could be. (laughs) So he's in Ireland right now after he visited Warsaw. And before I get into this, this is something really idiotic that Trump said the other day. A reporter asked him about, you know, do you have any messages? Because he canceled his trip to Poland because Dorian was coming, even though he spent the day at the golf course instead. I don't, you know, okay. Uh, But anyway, the, the reporter was like, do you have a message for Poland on the 80th anniversary of world war ii and he says yeah yeah just congratulations to poland wow uh they got they were occupied by the nazis and pretty much destroyed so that's a weird thing and this is their 80th anniversary of that yeah and he just says one word congratulations yeah Yeah. he got his like kind of dates wrong like he didn't know what he was talking about so he assumed it was a positive independence day like that's not a bad guess but also you're the president nobody gave him the do not congratulate note yeah he was supposed to remember when he he called and congratulated putin yeah do not congratulate yeah, well, he did that. Um, right. So that was funny. But anyway, so Pence went instead. And now he's in Ireland. And even though it would be more convenient for him to stay in Dublin where his meetings are, he's staying on the other side of Ireland at the Trump Dunebag, 
uh, golf resort, not only giving tax dollars to the president's personal accounts, but requiring him to fly in Air Force Two across the island for his meetings, costing us a shitload more money that would, you know, that than it would to just stay in Dublin at a non-Trump property. So that would be a huge scandal in any other administration, but not this one. Or is Trump just going to say, well, he's just getting a room for free. I'm not getting any money out of this. <laughs> he's not getting a room for free. No, it's it's he, they're being charged and it's coming out of our tax money. So, yeah, cool. Maybe with the, you know, if we outrage enough, maybe he'll, you know, okay, fine, it's free. But I doubt it. It's how he makes his money. And um, so not only that, not only is that scandal happening, but White House aides want you to know that Pence is not anti-gay because he's willing to dine with the Irish prime minister who is gay. Uh, And the White House says, quote, for all of you who think our VP is anti-gay, I point to you, his and the second lady's schedule tomorrow, where they will join the prime minister and his partner for lunch in Ireland. That's a low bar for tolerance. Like, I just, yeah, it's like when he inducted or um, swore in the first bisexual congresswoman and people were like, wow, like he was able to do that without bursting into flames or something. Like, just the idea of him being able to stand next to a gay person and be doing his job. Exactly. That's like, whoa, so shocking. You you dined with a gay. Yeah. I'm so glad mother was there. Right. To make sure nothing (laughs) went wrong, you know? Because, I mean, if they touch you, you turn gay, right? Yeah, yeah. Pins tested, mother approved. (laughs) <laughs> mother approved he's also meeting with a country that's come into their own progressiveness very much so especially socially in the last like couple decades so it, much right so like i've told this story before but the last time i was in ireland and the only time i'm not that bougie <laughs> right. uh, <when> it was like <laughs> four, yeah <laughs> french for some reason <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's the only one i know yeah that's true <laughs> Oh my God, we're so terrible. It's okay. We're Irish, so that's, that's fine. That's true. That's true. At least by blood. I was going to say we is a loose. <laughs> I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> that's, yeah. Because just, I have a yeah. microphone. That's, <laughs> yes. that's that old joke. Um, but when I was back over there uh, like four years ago or so, they still were struggling with pro-life stuff a lot, very much so. And so now for him to be over there while Ireland has passed pro-choice legislation for their people and he's meeting with a prime minister who is openly gay, that is just like a look into a future that we've already had and now we're (laughs) somehow... Taken away from us. Yes, and now we're somehow back to square one. Yeah, it seems like that's the cycle of life and humanity. It's a circle. I thought it was like this, you know, graph that just kept going up, you know, but no. I, I know. I wish time were linear. Right? No, but like, but for for serious though, to go backwards like that is just so infuriating, mm-hmm. you know, to be, to be where we are now considering where we were five years ago. Right. Yeah, there's a quote by someone important that said, um, everything that needs to be said was already said, but people weren't listening, so we need to say it again or something like that. Yeah. I kind of feel like that's what we're dealing with now is the new generation or just everyone right now kind of taking things for granted that were fought for not so long ago, you know, across the board. Really? Yeah, very recently. Yeah, you're totally correct. Mm-hmm. And take heed, Ireland. This is what happens when you don't vote left. When you vote conservative. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Take heed. I am the ghost. I'm the ghost of <laughs> Irish future. Uh, <clears throat> okay. That's terrible. Um, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, seriously, it can all go away mm-hmm. uh, if you vote these uh, greedy MRFers in, into office. So just yeah. hang on. Keep voting. Don't be like, don't get complacent. Don't get apathetic. Yeah. This can happen to you. The too. lesson mm-hmm. won't go away. It'll only get worse. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, I feel like if there's any silver lining besides having a podcast now, 
uh, that at least we can be a warning to other countries to say, you, you know, your future could be this if you elect these types of people. Mm-hmm. So don't. Yeah. If things go south again for Ireland and they have to have another uprising, will it be called the Irish Spring? Oh, oh. <laughs> very nice. <laughs> Did you guys see this meme? It was like all the names of other European countries like Brexit. There was like uh, Finland or like, uh, God, it was so funny. I wish I would have screenshotted it. It was just a bunch of like names for countries like Brexit. But like it was hilarious. We got to put it in the newsletter or something. It was just like really good. Oh, like if they exited the yeah, EU? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, it was like um, Quiddly, you know, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, Quiddly yeah. finished. Exactly. That's, and they oh, all had funny. one. But my brain can't remember all the countries. A lot of countries. That's but funny. yeah, look well, it up. We'll have to find <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. I will. That sounds very entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And uh, oh, also, Rod Rosenstein, Wispy Shoulders, is back in the news <laughs> after responding to a Josh Marshall piece in Talking Points Memo, uh, which asserted that Comey was right to share his memos. Marshall said um, there was no reason to believe that the others in the chain of command at the FBI weren't compromised by Trump's corruption and efforts to end the investigation. And Rosenstein replied, check out this double negative logic, which ignores the fact that every agent and prosecutor was still working on it. Now, this is going to sound really familiar if you're listening to the Mueller She Wrote special coverage of the Mueller report, because now we know from the Mueller report that you can be compromised at your 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 agency can be compromised. Uh, if, you know, if you're not the one that's fired or if you're replaced because your successor could be cautious or wary to continue a robust investigation since you just fired the other guy that was investigating you. And that's a real crime. And that's how you obstruct an investigation by doing something like firing Comey or Mueller. Mueller said in his report that even though the investigations would continue after you fired Comey and the FBI would still be working on it, or if you fired Mueller, they would just be replaced Mueller and they would continue the investigations, you could impair and probably would impair the successor by firing the person. Uh, the new person, like I said, would be reluctant to continue the investigation, so it could stymie it. And this has been proven with the actions of Bill Barr. Um, how you know He saw how Sessions was treated and eventually fired for recusing himself, which is why Barr hasn't recused himself from any current investigations, despite massive conflicts of interest. So Josh from Talking Points Memo wrote a response to Rod Rosenstein's dumbass tweet and, and said just that, and that it's impossible to think that the FBI could continue the investigation, especially Rosenstein, because he himself was compromised when Trump asked him to fire Comey under false pretenses. Remember when he created that pretextual letter to mm-hmm. say that you were firing Comey mm-hmm. for the Hillary thing? And, mm-hmm. and Trump was like, no, put the Russia stuff back in. You know? <laughs> and he's like, no, I really don't recommend you do that. That He then becomes part of it. He is then compromised and incapable of, of moving forward with a robust investigation. And it's all laid out in the Mueller report. So read that or ch- you know check out our Mueller She Wrote coverage of the Mueller report, which comes out Thursday. Uh, comes out every Thursday. I think we've got four more or five more, something like that. Oh. So... Anyway, that's what's going on with Rod Rosenstein. He doesn't think that that firing somebody like Comey could have compromised the investigation. Interesting. Yeah. So then why didn't you just go ahead with the letter that Trump wanted you to fire him for? Yeah. Why did you come up with excuses (laughs) and then compromise yourself? He's just so wispy. Yeah. Yeah. And who asked? Who who asked? Did anyone ask for his... uh opinion on that uh no he was just responding to what josh had said yeah about josh marshall and talking points memos and he was comey was right to do this mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that's why he is not in jail and a special counsel was appointed th- th- those were the goals mm-hmm. not to commit a crime and to get a special counsel appointed and voila mm-hmm. we had those both 
Uh, so anyway, interesting. Thanks, Rod. No longer Snoop Dagg. <laughs> All right, time for a little schadenfreude. Do you know what schadenfreude is? No, I do not know what schadenfreude is. Please tell me because I'm dying to know. It's a German term for shameful joy. Picture a man. A lonely man with his stupid AR-15 who wants to take it inside Walmart on an errand to pick up more ammunition for his sad dick energy gun. He gets up to the door, and the greeter uh, informs him, sorry, you can't open carry uh, that compensation rifle in Walmart anymore. So he checks his steel with security. (laughs) I don't know how many they have a gun check. I don't know. Uh, And heads to the sport and puts it back in his trunk with the the trunk whiskey, which Mm -hmm. I approve. Of trunk whiskey. Uh, so anyway, he uh, he checks, he, he leaves his gun, heads into the sporting goods section, only to find a sign there, which he asks someone to help him read, that says, we no longer sell ammunition. And he's so mad, he wants to shoot somebody, but he can't because he wasn't allowed to bring his big boy gun into the store. Well, this sounds lovely, uh, and, you know, we can dream, but it is actually a dream come true because Walmart has announced they will no longer sell handgun and short barrel rifle ammunition, which can be used in assault-style weapons. They will also stop selling handguns in Alaska, and that was the only state where they sold handguns. And they will request that their customers no longer open carry guns in its 4,700 U.S. stores, plus all of its Sam's Club stores in states that allow open carry. Very nice. That is nice. <clears throat> so it's it's sad that our Congress is, you know, Mitch McConnell is blocking everything, and it's taking retailers right to to take steps on on gun safety and and gun common sense gun yeah but in capitalism walmart itself is a governmental entity almost (laughs) basically huge you know receiver of corporate welfare yeah Uh, and when you think about them underpaying their employees and then we have to compensate for that with snap and medicare medical uh, Etc. And, mm-hmm. and then, of course, the, you know, um, subsidies for healthcare and, and all that stuff. <clears throat> yeah, they're they're a big giant taker. Yeah, of, and when of they our government money. Mm-hmm. And when they change a policy of their own, it affects a really high percentage of American workers in relation to other companies because they have so many so people many working employees, for them. Yeah. and a lot of them are people that are already in underserved communities. So yeah, their policies make a difference. They really do, and I'm I'm glad they're doing this. I mean. A little late. Sure. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it, this should have happened back at Columbine uh, when when I think they purchased those guns at, at a Walmart, or mm-hmm. at least they had talked to Walmart during that time, some people to say, stop selling guns mm-hmm. and ammo. And the trench coats. It's a one-stop shop for terrorists. Great, yeah. great store. Tiki torches. Yeah. You can get everything you need, except ammo now. Yeah. Uh, but just this certain kind of ammo. I think they're continuing to sell other ammunition. Hmm. So. I I only recently learned that the uh, shooters in Columbine were white supremacists because, like, I don't know, I guess since it was a little before my time, I just kind of missed over that detail and just seeing how now white supremacy is just so much more powerful than it even was then at the time. Like, I think it's interesting because I was reading some, like, FBI files on it and the guys were, like, explicitly saying, like, neo-Nazi stuff, like, mm-hmm. about, like, certain races of people. And on top of that, they were supposedly bullied. So I'm like, oh, this that was almost the beginning of what we're looking at now mm. with these mass shootings in all these places where, I mean, they shouldn't happen at all, but especially in, like, weird places like schools and churches. It's like, yeah. yeah. Incel, toxic masculinity, when you hate everyone because, you know, you can't get laid, and then you blame people of color for that because you're not old enough to work and you don't have a job, so you don't blame them on that. Mm-hmm. Or blame them for that. Said so, you know it's got to be you're not getting laid because of brown people, right? Uh, right. And so that it just it just feeds. And I, I mean snowballed. that's not the one thing. No, like, no. Just interesting connections. So many now. different things feed mm-hmm. into that. You know, I'm so angry. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, They've gotten then, more powerful, really. And then we have no mental health care in this country. So or a lack Basically, of, no. lack <laughs> of. 
and uh, and that's just is the perfect storm and mm -hmm. people are like i don't understand why we have so many gun deaths well it's it seems glaringly obvious to me and and the the one way to curb it curtail it uh is is common sense gun laws mm -hmm. uh, and so walmart uh better late than never uh, <laughs> yeah props where props are due i suppose but uh yeah just a picture of angry incels mad they can't buy their ammo and not take their guns into walmart to scare people just that that is a nice schadenfreude for me today. totally and that isn't like one of those times where the store says they're gonna take it away but they really move it to like sam's or something <laughs> like stock up on guns like they're not just moving it to another place right they're, they're done yep all, okay awesome nope yep they're done yeah because yeah. dicks had a weird situation there yeah they kind of waffled yeah kind of yeah they said they would do it and then they didn't yeah or they took some and then they didn't and then they did some test tours and said we're gonna do it and then they still <laughs> haven't and i'm still Is it okay yet? yeah <laughs> but, but uh, you know honestly maybe with walmart taking the lead on this because this is pretty bold for them they could lose a lot of revenue uh, you know, and they could be boycotted because, you know, when for us boycotting like Chick-fil-A because mm -hmm. of their anti-LGBTQ stance, it, uh, no, not hard for me. I never fucking ate there. It's hard for me. That food is delicious. But for but for these, you know, these guys, these particular Trump supporters to and, and gun uh, you know, right wing gun people to they shop a lot at Walmart and this could actually really hurt them. That could be a, a boycott that could have impact. But yeah. maybe now that Walmart's doing it, maybe Dix will step up and other sporting goods stores will step up, too. Nice. I hope so. Yeah, me too. And that is Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. We'll be right back after this quick word with more headlines and today's hashtag. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, it's AG from Daily Beans, Pod, and Muller, she wrote. And we're a nation of immigrants, and it's our diversity that makes us strong. It makes us unique. Um, you can't go to Germany and say you're German. You can't go to the Netherlands and say you're Dutch. But anyone can come to America and say they're American. And so we're the great melting pot. We're comprised of millions of family origin stories. And that made me really curious about my family's journey, which led me to the Ancestry DNA test. Ancestry DNA gives you so much more than just the places your ancestors and family comes from. It gives you a deeper understanding for who you are and how your family fits into the story of America. Ancestry's data archives and record collections give you a more complete picture so you can trace your ancestors over time. And it's really easy. Uh, I took the test, found out that my family comes mostly from the Netherlands, but more importantly, I was able to trace the people and find out when and how they got here and the American dream many of them set up for themselves. So it's about understanding our responsibility to others. It's about knowing that unless we're indigenous, we're all immigrants, and we should celebrate everyone's story because that is what makes America great. So go to Ancestry.com today for 20% off your Ancestry DNA kit. That's Ancestry.com for 20% off your DNA kit and start building your story today. Ancestry.com. And big news this week as we learned that uh, congressional Democrats are planning to launch an inquiry into Trump's role, Trump's role in the catch and kill schemes to silence women with whom he had multiple affairs. Uh, according to the Washington Post, the House Judiciary committee will pick up where Barr likely killed the investigation in the Southern District of New York by what they're going to do is they're going to call witnesses and hold hearings to discuss the discuss the hush money payments and the catch and, and catch and kill scandals involving ex playboy model Karen McDougal and adult film star Stormy Daniels and they could do this as soon as October they said this will reopen discussions about the extent of individual ones involvement in the episode or episodes and uh, whether he would have been charged were it not for the OLC memo that disallows the indictment of a sitting president. We did learn last month that the Manhattan District Attorney, Cy Vance, is also investigating this and has already subpoenaed AMI, 
um, parent company for the Inquirer and the Trump Organization. Because, you know, that remember that whole thing where Inquirer, Trump Organization, they did this deal with Karen McDougall where they'd give her a cover of a sports magazine, a fitness magazine they run. They were willing to tank that magazine, probably because they were getting a shitload of money from Chris Christie, who stole a bunch from pensioner, pensioners in New Jersey uh, for, you know, his workers there. And then also probably getting a shitload of money in from Saudi Arabia when AMI put out that full glossy, uh, you know, um, issue about how, you know, look at the new Middle East and, you know, MBS and MBZ and the great young princes Mm -hmm. or whatever. So that's probably why they they were willing to, you know, hand this over to McDougal, put her on the front of a men's health magazine. (laughs) tank that magazine a little suspicious there yeah <laughs> and uh, make her a writer or some sort of give her like a, a some sort of writing job with the, that magazine or a different ma- it, it was just it was just botched and mm-hmm. stupid mm-hmm. so anyway all that's going down now uh and so now it's happening in congress and it's happening in the state of new york and that seems to w- be where all investigations are headed right now because we have the Mueller investigation he handed 14 investigations off 12 of which were redacted in appendix d to the department of justice then Barr comes in we find out he squashes that trump organization investigation into the hush money payments and who knows what other investigations he's shut down because they're redacted we don't even know right and they seem to be being kind of spat out over picked up by tish james and uh, cy vance manhattan uh, district attorney and new york attorney general so this is kind of how it seems to be going. So we're, you know, whereas we used to say the arc of justice is long, but it bends toward the Southern District of New York. <laughs> mm-hmm. That may have been true before Barr was appointed, but now the arc of, of justice is long. It just bends to New York. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. We can take out Southern District and uh, and remove the DOJ from that. And it's important to note that Congress has impeachment power, and New York Manhattan DA and New York State Attorney General they aren't governed by the Office of Legal Counsel memo that says you can't indict a sitting president. And I've heard Tish James say on multiple occasions, nobody is above the law. Like, she is making it very clear. And I feel like that's her signal that she is willing to indict Trump. Yes. So the question is, is she just still working on it because it takes a while? Or is she waiting for a certain moment? No, she's just working on it. Most likely. It it takes even like like super easy open and shut cases like the Doug Collins insider trading case took five months, six months. She's now just getting these because, you know, you're finding out you, you don't want to duly investigate and step on the Department of Justice's toes. So she's finding out when these are closed and I think that's why these federal judges are coming out and saying stuff like they've shuttered the Southern District of New York case mm. so that that's a signal to New York to go well we can pick it up now sweet and they're picking up the ball and they're going to run it to the end zone I mm-hmm. think it's Interesting. just could take could take into the fall yeah that's such an existential question for all those offices in New York too though just in terms of timing and the election because if they decide to indict him when they decide to do it could have such a profound effect on the entirety of the election for all of Americans not just people that are in New York which is their jurisdiction so that's like a that's a very interesting dialogue that must be going on amongst all of those folks. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's my, and it's my new justice porn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to mix it up every now and then, you know, it gets too familiar. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And uh, speaking of porn, you guys ever heard of the site Bang Bros? Yes. Okay. I have not, actually. I, I'm, oh. not a, I'm not a porn watcher. There, like there is porn, porn on it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, you'll end up there if you start on Pornhub, that's for sure. Bang Bros. <laughs> Bang Bros. It's yeah. a porn film studio out of Miami. And here's what they did. They've turned out to be like a, f- like a porn folk hero. They bought this uh, site, an organization called Porn WikiLeaks, uh, which <laughs> is exactly what it sounds like. It's a doxing site, which, which housed over 15,000 porn stars' personal information. 
So what did they do with this information? They released their first safe for work video, SFW video, uh, which shows them uh, setting fire to the servers that were holding all of that information on the porn stars. It's incredible. They just poured gas on it, lit it up. According to the AV Club, they literally and figuratively took gasoline and a lighter and torched the shit out of existence. Oh. They also took over the domain for the site and shut it down, purging the internet of a forum that had over 300,000 negative and hate-filled posts. So congrats to Bang Bros. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. I think a high five would be in order since they're called Bang Bros. Oh, totally. Uh, reminds me of the guy it's a who pound, bought. Pound, <laughs> dude. <laughs> oh, and explode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of the guy. This is an old story. I don't know if you guys remember this, but apparently Rush Limbaugh was sell like had the oldest, largest lobster in the world, and he was selling it. And some dude bought it, and then he released it into the sea. Oh this my kinda god! Like that. And yeah, then it yeah. died immediately because it grew up in a. <laughs> Right, it was just by five no, they, tank. No, they took it out of the wild. And they caught it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. got it, got and it. So he and bought he, it and released it. It's okay, kind of so, like that, except like you like burn the lobster too. Well, yeah, yeah but you want a happy ending, right? It's true. You don't want to burn the lobster unless you boil lobster. I think that was the whole point, though. Yeah, yeah. So he took definitely. it out of the water and then kept the lobster for how long? I don't know, but he. I don't remember all the details of the story because it's literally over a decade old. Yeah, but that's uh, that's fascinating. And the, how long do lobsters live? Well, a while? Oh, like mm. 60, that 70, makes, 80 like, years. Boiling them alive so much sadder. Yeah. yeah, but you can't, you can't, generally you don't want to eat a lobster that's over a certain age because they start to get gross because they're bottom feeders. <laughs> totally, totally. Uh, but this one was old and large and, and Rush Limbaugh's like, we're going to eat it. We're going to feast on it. Blah, blah, blah. Who wants to buy it? We're going to have an auction. And this, the dude bought it and like set yeah. it free in the ocean. Yeah. And Rush Limbaugh I like, do <laughs> love that. As a seafood eater, I also still love that yeah. story. Yeah. I want to say though on, on the story of Bang Bros being heroes, um, I've heard about this like porn controversy from a friend who works for Pornhub and she was asking if I knew anyone that could do some hackery to like counter attack what the, these guys were doing. So I don't know who the, um, the trolls are are like by organization but I've heard about this whole scandal and I'm so glad that something's being done they were like they were shutting down porn stars accounts like for no reason and flagging them and hacking them and just attacking women and you know owning their own bodies and making a living like it was some weird incel shit and so yeah we see a little victory there yeah I love it I, li- I also like that bang bros are heroes yes yes <laughs> that would be a good shirt good yeah hashtag. everybody go on tonight in a celebration that would be a yeah. good hashtag <laughs> give them a download and speaking of hashtag, it's time to get social. Hashtag. All right, you ready? The number one trending hashtag today is once again, hashtag Moscow Mitch. And it's all his own doing this time. And this is so great. He said during a radio interview, uh, Hugh, Hugh Hewitt, I think, some conservative dipshit. He said uh, during that radio interview on Tuesday that he doesn't like it. And uh, <laughs> he doesn't, he called the nickname a modern day McCarthyism. That's what he said. Oh my he said God. it's modern day McCarthyism. It's like the turnaround when right. that Brett Stevens guy from the New York Times said, you you referred to me as a bed bug. That's what the Nazis did. Yeah, you know, or when like, Trump says anyone's racist but him. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, everything they do, which is projecting. And so he's calling it McCarthyism. Uh, and he said it was, quote, unbelievable for a cold warrior like me who spent a career standing up to the Russians to be given a moniker like that. Hmm. I can laugh about things like the Grim Reaper, but calling me Moscow Mitch is over the top. <laughs> so he's cool with death. 
Yeah. And why tell us what you're cool with and what you're not? Because, you know, we hate you. So we're not going to be like, oh, OK, I guess we were too harsh. He and was like, sorry, go ahead. Super hipstery. He was he was into Grim Reaper before it was cool. <laughs> yeah. How can he be outraged by any sort of partisan attack? Because he'll just go wherever anyone will give him any amount when? of support yeah. whenever it is like an opportunity for him. He and doesn't admit it. Right. And I mean, he always tends to be like pushing Republican things policy wise, which is shitty. But but he's all over the place all the time. He has such a career of like flip flopping and telling one person something and another person another thing. It's mm-hmm. not fathomable to him that he could have done something that would get him that nickname. <laughs> it's called narcissism. right? Dara Posca. Yeah, maybe. So, yeah. So two things. First of all, me thinks thou doth protest too much. <laughs> He really hates this nickname. Yeah, yeah. And, and even him saying, I'm cool with Grim Reaper. Right. But not this. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. But I think you protest too much there. Totally. And also, Cold Warrior. I know. Like, Just mm. gloss right over that awful. A yeah. Cold Warrior, like myself. I guess that means you're a warrior against Russia, the Cold, the cold War. War. So you're a Cold Warrior. It says the guy who got out of the military after 37 days. Yeah. Did he give himself that nickname? Yeah, that's what he just said. That's a weird one. For a cold for warrior like me. I'm yeah. surprised I haven't heard that before. It's the first time he's ever said it, probably. Yeah. <laughs> cold yeah. warrior. I've never heard either. It sounds like an 80s song, right? I'm a cold warrior. Oh, that's yes, really good. Fighting the Russians wherever I can. We're gonna beat you with hockey. Cold warrior. Gonna take you out and rock you for yeah. Okay, that's enough of that. I can see yes. the video in my head now. It's amazing. Right, yeah. It sounds yeah, like the a, leg warmers. A Rocky Four montage mm-hmm. song. Totally. Cold warrior. I'm Rocky and I'm in Siberia. I'm a cold warrior. Yes, his new theme song. He's not going to want that either. He's like, all right, all right. Moscow Mitch was fine, but Cold Warrior to the tune of an 80s theme. That's too far. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That wasn't even a parody. Interesting. <laughs> All right. So I think we uh, can walk away today knowing that, that Bang Bros are heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I knew that beforehand, but they have Pence continued. tested mother to prove. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Cold Warrior would be a great 80s Rocky IV montage song. Yes, yes. Uh, rest in peace, Dolph Lundgren. Is he alive? I think he passed I don't away. Know. Who is that? The guy who played the Russian in Rocky Four. Oh. I must break you. That guy. A nice claim to fame. Yeah. Married to... Brigitte Nielsen, super hot lady. Wow, you know mm. a lot of stuff. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Those are interesting details. Well, everything that happened before I started drinking in the Navy is all still in there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I can quote any 80s movie you want, but if you want me to tell you where my car was the other day, yeah, I can't <laughs> possibly tell you that. But anyway, head to Twitter, keep it trending by finding my pinned tweet on either uh, at Daily Beans Pod or at Muller She Wrote. Retweet it with the hashtag Moscow Mitch. Repeat it a hundred times. It's number one right now. Or as my husband calls him, a top tier monumental butthead. I like that too. <laughs> so uh, that's the show, guys. Any final thoughts? Anything you want to wrap up with? Anything? Mm. Um, I love the tweets we've been getting lately. So many different great things. People have been expressing how much they love the theme songs and the jingles. I mean, I know we've had a lot of these for a while, but people really like Hot Notes. They're having some kind of like revival right now where they're loving Hot Notes. Yeah, it's the only that non-They Might Be Giants no there's more but right but they love you know the band too it's just yeah I've been seeing a lot of tweets about that and that's nice yeah and I think because we mentioned it in our live show oh that'll that'll do it yeah yeah if you haven't listened to it yet you must listen to the show we just put it out Sunday night Mm -hmm. it's called Bluegrass Uh, Pussy Riot yeah because I think of I think it was our rendition of uh, that Dixieland song anyway yeah it was fun 
Steph Miller was amazing. Adam Savage was amazing. We had such incredible audience questions, um, really like some of the most creative ones. And it was just a really great show. You should check it out. But yeah, somebody had mentioned hot notes and they wanted to hear <laughs> me say it again. Can you say it one more time? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think maybe that's where the revival is coming Must from. Must be. Yeah, that makes sense. It was a very popular episode. Check it out. And uh, yeah, I don't have anything else unless you guys do. No. no. Just Oh, people oh, did yeah. suggest that we, instead of saying self-care, we say treat yourself, like you mentioned before. I, so if you want self-care to die or hashtag self-care, then maybe replace it with hashtag treat yourself. Now, should I say treat yourself or can I say treat yourself? I, I think you could say treat yourself. It's better if you drop the you, right? I think so. Yeah, I, did, I just more swag. I, I feel a little goofy. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to opt for the R personally. Oh, Going yeah, that's right. On. There's more letters. Treat yourself is <laughs> treat what yourself. I thought for a moment. Treat yourself. <laughs> but the, the whole Parks and Rec thing is a snap. Treat yourself. Yes, yes, yes definitely. It is a Tom Haverford classic. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's more because anything else would feel contrived for me personally. That's fair. Sandy's a little yeah. be yeah. you. Yes. Yeah. And I shouldn't say it's only because that. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. <laughs> no worries. I have a quick question about Bang Bros. Yeah. Do they have lesbian porn on that site? I believe so. If it's Bang Bros, does it always start with like, make out, and then the guys just fade from the scene or There's something? There's so much variety. <laughs> that, like if if you're into starts. that, some people like your classic, you know, scenes. Yeah, there's that, but there's like a lot of like amateur stuff too. I've, I've found Interesting. that it's I don't know how you gotta survive check it out. as a porn company if you didn't have. You got to meet the demands of the people. They want authenticity, More narrative. <laughs> you know, heartbreak. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I love the Beer stories. Bombs. I, I fast forward through the sex so I can watch those riveting stories. I tell yeah, you what, yeah. brother. Mm, have you, how many times we had pizza delivered mm-hmm. well, That's things hilarious. just go upside down <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a classic tale of the you know the inner hero and the inner struggle right right guy yeah. meets girl yeah yeah it's, i agree it's the taming of the shrew all over again mm-hmm. yeah yeah all right well <laughs> thank you for that and uh please everyone everyone seriously take care of yourself treat yourself and take care of each other and take care of the planet i've been ag i've been jaleesa johnson i've been jordan coburn and them's the beans The Daily Beans is produced by AG, featuring Jaleesa Johnson and Jordan Coburn, and engineered and edited by Mackenzie Mazell and Starburns Industries. Our marketing manager is Sarah Lee Steiner, and our merchandising manager is Sarah Hirschberger Valencia. Fact-checking and research by AG, Jaleesa Johnson, and Jordan Coburn, with executive assistance by Amanda Reeder. Our music is written and performed by They Might Be Giants. Our web design and branding are by Joelle Reeder with Moxie Design Studios, and our website is dailybeanspod.com.